How long should I wait to see if a bitch changes her mind after a breakup? So I know what you're going through right now. I'm telling you, the quickest way to get over a bitch is just to get a new bitch, man. You got to start working out and listen to some Andrew Tate videos, man. And, <laughs> and get a new bitch, man. And stay Danny Brown, show, sit back, relax your eye, ready now, while you make studios. Yeah. It's the Danny Brown Show, we about to get live, let's go! It's the Danny Brown Show, sit back, relax your eye, ready now, while you make studios. It's the Danny Brown Show, we about to get live, let's go! Coming to you live from YMA Studios, it's the Danny Brown Show. Got the booth boys with me. Yo. What's yo, up, what's yo. up, what's up, what's up? Yeah, man, y'all boys back fresh. Y'all came off a nice little trip to Cabo. Yes, sir. Y'all yeah, feeling good now? Yeah. I'm feeling great. Yep. Hell that's, yeah. That's crazy. I'm, I'm so used to that intro song now, hearing the full song. I'm like, where's the lyrics at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shouts out to all the um, cool guys out there. I was just shouting them all out in the song. But yeah, man. So um, yeah, I'm, I think I'm taking off to fucking um, play Redden and Leeds this well. I think I am taking off to play Redden and Leeds this weekend. Every time I think about Redden and Leeds, um, y'all remember that time when Kurt Cobain jumped, into, jumped through his drummer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's totally, that's the, the, I don't know if I would do something like that to get off work early. But if 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 I have any problems or technicalities, you know what I'm saying, I, I will be looking to, um, to um, Kurt Cobain for influence. But yeah, man. So yeah, we at the end. We're we're finally um, we're at the end of my mushroom binge. We out of that shit. Uh, I would say it was it was great. I'm not smoking cigarettes anymore, which is I guess that's. I mean, I'm you know I smoke them here and there. Like I might borrow a cigarette from somebody, but I haven't bought a pack since. It's been weeks. It's been kind of a few weeks since I bought. I was smoking like two packs of Newports in three days. I would say that was my cigarette tolerance. I mean, I'm starting to notice it. Like, um, <clears throat> me and Zolo and Muay Thai and shit. You get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Shouts out to the homies at the Old Guard shit. Coach Spencer and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was there. Uh, no, I went Sunday. My feet fucked up, man. I ain't even going to lie, man. Like, um, But I got the switch kick. I started to understand the switch kick. That shit was hard as fuck the first time we was trying to learn that shit. But I got that shit now. But yeah, man, I, I really learned that I got um, weak ass um, flat feet, I guess, or some shit. So I got to do like um, these exercises. I got like a, a stress ball that I just, you know, and that shit's been the greatest massage ever, man. I just been sitting at the crib, motherfucking playing um, Power Wash Simulator, just rubbing my feet on a big ass fucking stress ball. This shit been kind of tight. Man, Multiverses has... um. Took a turn for the worst. I don't know, man. I can't really uh, deal with it no more. I don't want to jump in the video game just yet. But I will say to um, the end of my mushroom trip and um, like even last episode, I was talking so much dumbass shit. Do you get what I'm saying? Because I um, I didn't respect it, man. I'm treating that's that's one thing about me. I have a very um, addictive personality, so I don't know. Like I I've started I was doing mushrooms like it was coke or some shit. You get what I'm saying? I'm drinking. I started and one thing I would say don't alcohol and mushrooms don't mix. It's some drugs that. Mix good with uh, mushrooms. and I mean, not mushrooms, but with other drugs, you know. But mushrooms should be, they sit alone. Maybe a little weed, maybe a beer. Maybe a little beer or something like that, but not to be drinking like that. So, yeah, I was doing a lot of dumbass shit this past week. I'm not real proud of myself. I'm very ashamed. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> One thing about it is able to uh, accept self-accountability. Even to the point I remember I was mad at Tony. I need to apologize to Tony. I'm sorry, Tony. I was like, it's Tony's fault. It ain't Tony's fault. That nigga ain't got nothing to do with shit. That's my dumb ass. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, uh, so, but I, I, guess, I guess it was good to get it out of my system. But it always feels like, you know, because I was doing good. I didn't drink for like two months or something like that. And then, I, uh, well, it was a... a it was a crazy week. I mean, I mean, it seemed it was all destruction. That's all I know. <laughs> Nothing good came out of it. I will say that. Do you get what I'm saying? So I'm glad it's over with. But um, the mushrooms ain't working no more. Is that a thing? What you mean, like you can't get high no more? I mean, yeah, it's just kind of like normal. Whoa. I'm not really. Um, I mean, I maybe got to take a lot, like a lot, lot. But at this point, right now, um, nah, they're not really. I mean, I, I get a nice little groovy feeling. You get what I'm saying? But like far as like tripping and shit, no, nah, I ain't really tripping no more taking mushrooms. So I, I guess I've done enough. I need to do a um a nice little cleanse. I mean, you know, you know, 
a DMT. I mean, might, might need to hit some DMT or some. I honestly, with my fucking drugged out ass, um, over addictive personality ass, I was like, I just need to get some acid, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which I, I mean, it is what it is. I will say, I mean, it's it's cooler to be. I mean, at the end of the day, I will say. Me going through that whole week of that binge of drinking and the mushrooms and all that shit. If at the end of if at the end of all that I'm not smoking cigarettes no more, I'm kind of that's a that's, that was a great trade off. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I I swear to God I smoke a shit ton of cigarettes and you know I might smoke one a day at this point. You know I mean I'm chewing shit out some nicotine gum. You know what I'm saying that that really helps out and shit. But the Muay Thai done it though. You know when we be in the class and you fucking we doing all the drills and whatever. But that last workout at the end. I'd be like, yo, I'm tapping out. And I just got, and now I'm starting to see myself, like, just in, I guess, I, I want to say it's been a few weeks since I stopped smoking cigarettes. Consistently stopped smoking cigarettes. You get what I'm saying? But uh, I feel great. Like, even, like, running, like, I, I did a nice little jog this morning. And I'm running way longer than I would be able to run normally. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'm actually seeing the benefits and all that. So, shots out. And, um... So this weekend um, in Detroit, back home, they um, reopened the Giant Slide. If anybody know about the Giant Slide, that was like um, totally um, part of my childhood. That was a, a big deal, always to go to Bella Isle and hop on the Giant Slide. So they, um, they reopened it. Yeah. But it looks like population control to me now. <laughs> if anybody ever seen now, I mean, back as a kid, it was kind of like a yellow Plastic looking, yeah. That one right there on the right, giant slide in Detroit is out of control. Shouts out to Metro Times, yeah. But it, it, it was like a green, I mean, a yellow, like plasticky situation. This shit looks like metal. And motherfuckers, have you? Um, is it a video? Um, yeah. They, oh, they closed it. Yeah, uh, motherfuckers was dying on this bitch. Have you complained the videos of motherfuckers riding this motherfucker? It was um. Look, yeah. See, that's white people shit. But look, look at this. Boom. Fun turned into fear for these kids as the speed became an issue. And this is That's it. We we good on that. What I noticed was the impact that they was hitting the ground with coming off of the hill. But Michigan's Department of Natural Resources, which runs the slide, says it will retouch the wax on the slide to control the speed. The slide will then be closed until they can do that. Oh, I don't know about that. Yikes. This reminds me of like. So, yeah, motherfuckers was killing themselves back home this weekend. That shit does look like population control because they knew goddamn well. How you going? That shit look like um, metal beams or some shit, man. How you going fucking. Um, and we used to get on that shit. It used to be like a. Um, I feel like it was like a plastic material it was a yellow ass uh, slide you used to use you get you get a potato sack and you walk up the stairs and shit that shit used to be cracking when i was a kid man i mean detroit it ain't too much to do so i guess a giant slide on the park you know but that shit saying, was tight you're saying the new version is this metal version? yes that's that just they just brought it back the shit been closed for years that's cr how you gonna bring it back and make it metal that's like those old slides yeah see that's the old one right on. there the yellow one that's the one i rode as a kid and it was great it, it didn't hurt. Like, I mean, you know what hurt? The most shit hurt is when you landed at the bottom. It's like a type of, I mean, you know, it's kind of like, like the Met at, at Muay Thai and shit, but not as soft. So you can get like a carpet burn type of situation where if you slid out your, you know what I'm saying, depending on what you're wearing and shit like that, you know what I'm saying, you can kind of burn your knee. I mean, you know, come out the, um, you know, the potato sack or whatever the fuck. Because some, you know, motherfuckers rode. I mean, we used to ride down that motherfucker head first. You ain't riding down this metal shit here first. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gonna fuck yourself up. So I don't know who came up with this idea, man, to um to bring it back and uh, down there kill the city with this shit. Motherfuckers gonna have CTE or type of trauma from the um, giant slide, man. Change your whole life. Just going to Bell Isle, man. Oh, yeah, man. Um, I had my homie um, come through. Shouts out Sam I am. We was coming through. Um, he, was, he was here in Austin playing a show this past weekend. And um, we worked, you know, Listening to some music, working on stuff. I was, I was, I was putting him on my love of certified trapper, and you know he's and he's a super hip hop head like me. You know he's older too, around my age, so he got it. He totally got the shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, so I had to give him some context about it. So we was talking about the Kia Boys shit, you know, and I was telling him about the Kia Boys. So I was showing him all about the Kia Boys, and he, you know, he's a 40 year old white dude, and he's like, man, hold up, why is every 
Kill Boy News Report is pretty much a tutorial on how to do it. So, you know me, I took some mushrooms that day. So we both, we got to going through our little conspiracy theory brains. It was like, hold up, what came first, the chicken or the egg type of situation? Because I don't see like any like 14, you know, teenage kid in Milwaukee. Like what made them stick a USB stick inside the ignition to start up a car? Like motherfuckers don't even go outside. Motherfuckers is in a house playing Call of Duty, making TikToks. Who thought of, so we came to conspiracy theory, maybe the news report happened first. Because as it's spreading, spreading, it's spreading like wildfire. They're actually doing it in Detroit now. It just was a city, it was a, um, a news report this past weekend. But they selling them from a dealership in Detroit. They ain't even, they, they, just, they just going straight to the Kia dealership and just taking this motherfucker. But the thing is that, um, you know, Milwaukee, they, um, you know, they're auto theft rules for teenagers and shit. I mean, you know, I feel like it's totally different in every city. You know, you steal a car in Florida or some shit, you might fucking get 10 years or something. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's almost like a, um, it's like a trap. It's like, this is like a, a real life version of bait car. And then, you know, they promote it on TikTok and all that, making these documentaries. And it's making, because every news report tell you, all you got to do is go and stick a, why are you telling me how to steal the Kia? You get what I'm saying? So <clears throat> every city, you know what I'm saying? They seeing it. They like, fuck it. I'm a, I know if I was a teenager, you know what I'm saying? I know one of my friends would have been like, fuck that. Let's go try this shit. And stick a fucking USB stick inside a Kia and see if we can start this motherfucker up. So yeah, look, it's and so it's spreading like wildflower. I would just say, man, oh my um, look, Detroit, it, it hit Detroit, and we got thing. We started talking about this. This was just a Milwaukee thing, but they told you how to do it with every fucking news reporter they gave you. So, shouts out to them. But you would think that Kia would like do some recalls and like um figure this situation out, you know? Cause you got one thing I really think about is that who drives Kias? That's like single mothers, you know, people that really need a car to get from point like real working class people, you know? So this is really like affecting this shit is really like affecting like they ain't like stealing fucking Benzes and fucking BMWs and shit like that. They stealing fucking Kias. They affecting college students. Um, you know, people that's not really, y'all get it, whatever, whatever. All right. Oh, let's spin the motherfucking wheel. Let's start it off. El Chapo. El Chapo was an amazing man that lived a, a, a great life that a lot of people should to look up. I mean... I'm just saying, you're never supposed to say anything bad about El Chapo. So I'm just trying my best to, um, cause you know the one dude, um, the the pirate of El Cacuya can, y'all remember him, the drunk little teenage motherfucker, and he started talking shit about El Chapo. You see what happened to him? So yeah, um, I love El Chapo. I think he was a great guy. Um, what what he's look at? Him, he's beautiful. He was hot, like, I mean, all the girls wanted him. I mean, I really felt like, because they said he was short. And you know, they'd be like, man, women don't like short guys. Women love El Chapo. And so it's like, you know, as a a six-foot man myself, I, I look up to El Chapo. No matter, you know, if he, I'm taller than him or not. It's, you know, it don't have nothing to do with that. I look up to this man. He's a great guy. <laughs> Shots out to El Chapo. Everything, I, I uh, you know... He's 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 a victim of circumstance. That's what I'll say. Mm. Uh, I ain't spinning the wheel no more. <laughs> I ain't spinning the wheel no more today. Let's jump into some motherfucking ex Danny's. Ask Danny. You got questions? I got motherfucking answers. You can hit us up at Danny at the Danny Brown Show That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show Also, you can leave us a voicemail, whatever. Holler at me five one two five two two nine two five six. You know, friends send your freestyles in, all that kind of shit. Holler at your boy. That's some real old early two thousand slang right there for you. Do niggas still say that? Holler at your boy. That show your age when you say certain shit like that. <laughs> you really show your age. All right. Love the podcast, man. You one motherfucker. All right, no, hold up. Love the podcast, man. You one funny motherfucker to listen to at work. My question is, how long should I wait to see if a bitch changes her mind after a breakup? She broke things off after eight months, 
saying she just didn't feel it. And nigga, eight months is over. <laughs> what are you talking about? But she doesn't give me context of what I did wrong. Not gonna lie, I love this bitch, so I'm wondering how long should I wait to see if she realizes she fucked up. It's been a little over a month now, and I try everything to get her ass back, leaving flowers in her car type shit and even pouring my heart out to her mom, telling her I didn't want to lose her daughter. But I don't want to be the weird one. You nigga, you already being the weird one. What are you talking about? I keep my ear. I'm saying, I get it. I've I've been that before. I've had my heart broken. I've I've, I've been in um, you know certain situations, man, where you can't even sleep at night, can't even eat, thinking about the bitch. So I know what you're going through right now. I'm telling you, the quickest way to get over a bitch is just to get a new bitch, man. So um, y- you're tripping. I don't know what you're thinking about. You talking about you don't want to be creepy. You left flowers and you doing like shit motherfuckers doing like um romantic movies and shit like that. This is not a movie, man. This is real life. She is getting fucked by somebody else. Definitely. You have to put that in your brain. Like, it's over, man. What you got to do is you got to um you got to start working out and listen to some Andrew Tate videos, man. And <laughs> And get a new bitch, man. And then that's all I can tell you, man. You went and talked to her mama, you violated. That's all I'm going to tell you. Once you went and talked to her mama and then she ain't come back after that, there's no way she's coming back. You feel me? Because you violated. You don't want to. You snitching at this point. That's what that is. You snitching in a relationship. When you go talk to your parents, like you snitching and she ain't coming back. Oh, yeah. But so, yeah, they done banned the top G, man. I really feel like that's some hating ass shit, man. Like I'm not the one to be all like, um, um. I mean, I ain't like, like I, 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 I like, I, I don't fuck with cancel culture and all that kind of shit like that. And I, but I'm not like the super type of motherfucker that's like free speech. You should be free speech. I feel like, yeah, it, it could be free speech if you're willing to accept the consequences that come with shit that you say. So yeah, if you want to be, you want to say nigga and you want to go crazy, you know, say all type of crazy fucked up shit and be racist in a motherfucker, you just got to be willing to accept the consequences that come with it. I'm not saying you can say whatever the fuck you want. I'm not the type of motherfucker that's be like, you can't say that shit. You can't say it. Yeah, say whatever the fuck you want. But when a motherfucker try to fuck you up over that shit, don't be mad. Don't, don't, don't be mad about him. Like it's free speech. It's America. It's free. No, fuck that. This ain't motherfucking Thomas Jefferson with musket guns and shit. Motherfuckers got RoboCop guns now. Motherfucker will shoot the shit out of you over some dumb ass shit right now. So if you ain't got respect for other people, motherfucker ain't gonna have respect for you. So yeah, man, they they um banned the top G because they said um kids in school was mimicking his moves. You know, you had sixth graders telling um bitches in class, you know what I'm saying? They wasn't shit. <laughs> you had them talking about, you know, they 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 just wanted to get their Bugattis and all that. But at the end of the day, I feel like um I don't feel like Andrew Tate never really said nothing that deserves to be banned from all platforms you get what i'm saying like it's a lot of more fucked up people out there on on all these social media platforms and shit like that so i just i don't think it's right i mean they can doing shit like this is just they gonna be able to just do whatever the fuck they want more and more so sorry top g they got you up out of there man i love you though man but yeah they got you up out of there i don't think they gonna um let you back either i mean they treating them like he trump like really now I get why you I mean even Trump it's Twitter man like you know it's it's social media <laughs> it's social media like is it really that serious man like that's fucked up alright next up my white girlfriend called me monkey pox hold up <laughs> what's good Danny I'm a nigga and I have a white girlfriend like you, Danny. <laughs> Whoever this is, he need to, I need to hire him as a writer for the show. He's hilarious. We've been dating for a few years before a few weeks ago. We were chilling in the whip. She was just talking this shit. Now, we usually call each other cute and funny names, but this particular time, she made a remark and called me monkey pop. <laughs> I mean, she's a funny bitch. It sounds like you got to... Uh, you got a funny bitch, man. In the moment, I giggled, but then thought about it. It was like, nah, don't say that. Then she giggled back saying, it's just a joker. So what would you have done if your current girlfriend said to you, wondering out of curiosity, podcast going crazy, many blessings? I mean, I think she's hilarious, man. I really love girls with a sense of humor. And uh, I mean, she kind of calling you gay a little bit, too. You know? She's like, you a gay nigga. I mean, what you want to call you a gay nigga or call you monkey pox? I mean, so 
But yeah, she can't say that. I gotta stay in the car. Just tell her don't don't bring that shit in public. You know, y'all might get in trouble. But it's all like to me, man. She got a great uh, sense of humor. You just gotta know how to come back, man. You know, you gotta come back with that. But for the most part, man, white people don't be calling niggas monkeypox, man. You gonna get shot. You will get shot over that shit, man. That's a fucked up one, man. That's crazy, man. I ain't never thought of that shit. I mean, obviously, I'm not thinking of fucking slurs for niggas. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's fucked up, though. Shouts out to her, though, man. That was a good one. She got your ass. You got to get her back, brother. That's all that is. Just don't make her call you that during sex. Like, call me monkeypox now. Like, oh, monkeypox, monkeypox. So, yeah. <laughs> that's how you get her back. Mississippi white girl. Hey, Danny. A Mississippi white girl sounds like she got a fat ass. Hey, Danny, did this girl I've been seeing, she's hella dope. A skinny little white girl with a nice ass. I knew it. <laughs> Short hair and tattoos. She had two kids. Yeah. Yeah, I already know what this guy is going. They cute as hell, but she live in fucking Mississippi, and I live in the LBC. God damn. They cute as hell, but she lives in... Oh, all right, my bad. When I go out to visit her, being a nigga in one of the whitest, Trumpiest places in America, Mississippi does sound scary as fuck. I ain't gonna lie. I've seen a couple documentaries and movies about Mississippi. That shit look third world country like, and I'm from Detroit saying that shit. So, hey, it has me kind of tripping out. Like, I don't really like going there because I see shit like, you know, her neighbors got Confederate flags hanging in their front yard. I low-key want to tell her ass to move out here, but I don't want to make her feel like I'm trying to uproot her life. We've been together for a minute now, so I'm trying to figure out how to ask that without being like, fuck Mississippi. Thanks for um, thanks for the advice, Preacher Jimenez. Stoke you doing this show. I remember the basement rock when you had short hair talking about aliens and shit. Much Okay, okay. Shouts out to Long Beach. Um, shit, I don't know, man. I would say um, I love California like a motherfucker, man. And um, you know it's great weather, of course, and the weed and all that. But I don't know. I think you should probably just it's, it's, explore your horizons and move down to Mississippi with the bitch. Why not? You'll be down in Mississippi. You'll be the only nigga, and it's a lot of it's a lot of her down there. So if if you know you get tired of the kids. Or do any of that. It's a lot of white bitches down there with fat asses, I'm pretty sure. And you can just be, and then you the cool dude from L.A. You'll be like, you'll be a superstar in Mississippi right now. So I would say you should go down there and maybe, you know, you know, I mean, motherfuckers be having, motherfuckers be racist and shit, but, you know, they, 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 they fuck with certain niggas. You know what I'm saying? You might, you might go win them over. That's the way you, we kill racism. You can't be scared of them. You got to go down there and approach your head on. So, yeah, I would say as someone... You know that 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 has moved to a new place, coming from Detroit, moving to Austin. I mean, I obviously that's not the LBC to Mississippi, but um, the LBC seems pretty pretty dangerous sometimes. Me, I used to listen to a lot of Snoop Dogg. I don't know if you game banging or anything like that, but I would be terrified to live in the LBC. Mississippi seems a little more, you know. I, I, at least I know who to look out for. <laughs> <laughs> Gay banging as you know it's very scary so at least i know who to um, look out for i'm super excited i mean i want to jump off um off off um, everything but uh man i'm finally getting my steam deck today video game reviews i'm a fucking um rush out of here it's coming in, in, it's coming in the mail today from fedex and uh i'm very very excited i feel like this is gonna um you look at it, it looks beautiful I think it's about to change my game in life. I mean, I'm, I'm, of course, when I come back next episode, I, I'll give you guys all a rundown. I've been watching um, all this weekend. I, when, since I knew I, it was on the way, I've been watching all type of videos because I'm about to put all the emulators on that motherfucker. I got the big boy. Yeah, and I already bought a um, two terabyte SSD card and I'm going to slap up in that motherfucker. So I'm about to um, go crazy when I get to the crib. So I, I'm really excited that the Steam Deck is coming. I know... Um, Christina's probably like, fuck this shit. <laughs> but I really do feel like this is going to be able to change my life with gaming. Because like I'm, I love PC gaming, so I'm sitting at my computer all the time. I'm not really, you know, my girl, she hates it because she, she wits that too. She's like, come in here, watch TV with me. Now I'm able to lay on the couch and play whatever the fuck I want. You know, I can, you know, I, I'm, I'm good at multitasking. So I'll be able to, I'll be able to, just a point to play like, um, MMOs and shit on a handheld. I'm already losing my mind about that because I'm already getting ready to bring the Final Fantasy back. 
I was watching. I, I love playing Final Fantasy, but I stopped. I fell off for a minute. I'm still fucking paying paying every month for the motherfucker. I don't even play it no more. So, fuck. All right. I did. Got a little scared last time we spent the wheel, man. So I'm going to just keep it moving, man. Fuck it, man. I ain't got time for that shit, man. Who, who coming up with this shit, man? What has El Chapo done to you? What made him put, why is he something like we need to talk about today? Like, oh. It's newer, it's newer guys out here doing shit right now. I forgot. I'm El Mencho. That's the new. All right. We ain't, we ain't doing this. White people shit. White people shit. We gonna jump to white people shit. Tupac or Biggie. All right. Them white. I don't know. Tupac or Biggie some white people shit. But Danny, y'all recently had a friend tell me that what it boils down to is white people prefer Biggie and black people prefer Tupac. What are your thoughts on this statement? Is it racist or true? Yeah, I realize what it boils down to at a sentence. White people shit. I mean, I guess, I mean, Tupac had songs where he was saying, fuck white motherfuckers. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't, if I was white, I'd like Biggie Mo too. I feel like Biggie liked me a little bit more than Tupac. I feel like I might could be friends. He seems a little more relatable. So, I don't think that's a racist thing. It always weirded me out <coughs> when, like, um, you know, there are certain, like, black-powered ass, um, artists and shit and it always kind of weirded me out when white when they had like a huge white fan base like how does that happen like dude this motherfucker he has whole songs dedicated to saying fuck you so i don't know i think they just maybe be like he ain't talking about me he's talking about the racist white crackers he ain't talk. he talk i'm 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 with the brothers i get what he's talking about so i think maybe that's a thing like wu-tang it's certain wu-tang shit that they used to be like god damn man hold up <laughs> Y'all gotta chill out. This is going too far. You know, white people love Wu Tang. So I think, um, like, even um, I got a um, recent um, message and and, um, and they asked me, like, you know, just on some ask Danny shit. And they were saying, like, um, how do you feel about um, white people saying in the, the N word when they listen to um, rap songs? And I was, and I, as an artist, I had to think about it myself. And I'm like, man, if you don't want people to say that shit, then you shouldn't be putting it in your songs. You know, it's a lot of other shit that you can say. And I said, like I say, my whole view of it is you can say whatever the fuck you want if you're willing to accept the consequences that come with it. So if you want to be in public singing fucking songs that say that got in bombs all through it, you want to be loud at, and somebody punch you in the face, that's their view. That ain't mine. You give it. So I will say as an artist. If I don't want motherfuckers to say, I'm not saying I want motherfuckers to say nigga, just sometimes it just sound better. That's all I'm going to say. As a rapper, saying nigga in your rap sound good sometimes, you know? So, because I can put, you could pick mad different words. You can put whatever, but niggas just, it just flow sometimes. It just flow a lot better. So, yeah, but I wouldn't advise you to be, you know, saying nigga. But, hey, if you're in your car by yourself, who knows? I don't know. Whatever. Dressing up your pets. <laughs> Dressing up your pets. It's crazy with some of these outfits on pets, especially on Halloween. Fuck, you guys are doing good. Shouts out to Alex. I mean, I feel like, um, because, you know, with Ditto, Ditto is a, um, a um, bald chihuahua, a hairless chihuahua. And when she first came, she was, like, smooth as a baby's ass. Like, what, you would, like, what, what would you think a newborn baby would be? And as time progressed, she starts to get these little pimples and shit. So now her whole back is like covered. And it was like, damn, I thought like, man, we need to probably take her to the bed or something. But no, it's like a normal, I mean, you know, sweat glands or whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck happening and shit. But for the most part, taking her outside, especially somewhere in Texas, her being in that heat and she sweat, you know, a dog is sweating. This shit fuck them up. So yeah, they need clothes in some type, in certain situations and climates, you know? So I feel like if it's, if it's there to take care of them, yeah, I don't feel, I don't see nothing wrong with that. But um, far as like, if you want to fucking like buy a fucking dumbass Louis Vuitton dog outfit and shit just to make your dog look cool while you walk around the street and other in front of other motherfuckers, but he uncomfortable than a motherfucker wearing it, he want to bite the shit off and all shit like that. I don't think that's cool. So, but I don't, I don't think that's um like I wouldn't really consider that to be white people shit because I know some niggas that love dogs like a motherfucker and do everything. Motherfucker, you see a motherfucking dog walk up the street with some a pit bull with Jordans on if they could. So. <laughs> That's that. But I will say, um, oh, y'all seen that fucking, the fucking AI, uh, the AI rapper that just got signed? I think his name is FN Mecca. There it go. 
Yeah, and people are freaking out about this and are very upset. I mean, only thing I'm mad about is that he's a he's an AI generated rapper, but they got him saying nigga. Now that's racist, cause we know ain't no niggas programming no fucking AI generated rappers. He he's saying nigga and shit, and it's just that's that's the weird shit. Because I mean, he's an AI generated program. He should be smart enough to say some other words. He should have a vast vocabulary. He should be able to say everything he want. And he got the nerve to say he had a punch it on. It was a uh, I don't see no niggas like I'm playing hockey. <laughs> This was AI-generated bars, man. Fuck FMX. I'm beefing with him. Tell him to drop my diss song. Tell him to drop the diss song on me. Danny Brown want all the smoke. This is the first rap beef. This, I mean, okay, so if he come out and this does real good and this is successful, right, what does that say? So other record labels are going to be like, fuck it. I got to give me an AI-generated rapper. I mean, bad enough we competing with each other. You know how many rappers it is in the world? Like, it's too many of us. It's definitely too many fucking rappers. One thing we can, like, like, hold up, man. Let's try to, like, dwindle this down. Like, you know, it would be rappers and producers right now. It's too many of us, man. That's why it's so hard to make it in this shit right now because whatever. But now you're telling me we got to compete with computers, too? Fuck this shit, man. I'm done. I swear to God, man. I can't. I'm not about to be sitting. Well, I, I do want I do want to be for FM Mecca. I mean, if it's almost like, um. I feel like I'm a grandmaster with this rap shit. So you know when they um like you know they when they the grandmaster the illest chess motherfuckers and they gotta play the computer. I mean they always bring out the AI, like, let's see who win man versus machine. Yeah. FM Mecca, I want to smoke man versus machine. So I ain't gonna dish you first. I need the clout. You got to you got to come at me. Cause I ain't cause I look crazy. What I'm gonna do? Just start writing diss bars for the computer generated rapper. They gonna be like, Danny tripping. But yeah, if he if he throws some shots, I'll I'll play that video game. I'm down with that. <clears throat> I'm down with playing that video game. So what's up? We got some freestyles. Let me hear you bust a freestyle. So first up here we have our first female freestyle from Great. Alexis. She wrapped up in Vera Bradley. I'd rather be draped in Vera Wang. Rapping for the homeboy Danny, cause there ain't a song that I can sing. Check in with the booth boys, man, I wish that I could hang. Bet chillin' with you through the podcast isn't even close to the real thing. Wanted to be the first girl on here, not many bars but full on ideas. Sitting in my home office, working to pay off my arrears. Cheers! I hope you all enjoy your day. I won't go on any longer. Please don't say that was gay. What? It's all gay. What are you talking about? But... <laughs> That was great. I mean, I, I, I love the effort that you put in. That was more of like a spoken word poetry than rap. So that was great. But, you know, I was like, um, you do look like you would be great at writing Hallmark cards and shit like that. Like that very wholesome content. So I can't say nothing bad about you. Th Shouts out to you, mama. Came through, gave us our first female. I didn't even know girls watch my show. So that's good for you. You're great. Shouts out to you. All right. I can't right. say nothing bad about people today, man. El Chapo done fucked me up, man. <laughs> I'm scared in a bitch. I mean, any given time to kick the dough in. <laughs> Next up, we got Dwayne Train. Dwayne? Hold up. That's the nigga name. That's the name he's going Dwayne by. Train? Dwayne Train. Huh? Yeah. Dwayne? Yeah. Dwayne, a white dude named Dwayne Train. Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> All right. It's like a black bodybuilder name. Boys, I got a freestyle for you. Let's go. I'm not too fresh and I'm not too dope. I'm a note taste green bean casserole. White as hell like the robes of the Pope. I can't cope. Just like them, it's been a while since I fucked. No ropes. Pointy hats, common sense. Pitching tents, paying rent. Spent my life doing white people's shit. It's lit. I got good looks <laughs> and my cooking is sick. I got big balls and I got a small dick just like Bert the machine cream over my sheets. It burns every time I piss, take a leak. Coronavirus toilet paper shortage right up front. You know Bart hasn't wiped his ass in multiple months. And he doesn't poop, Nadav is and Googling. Chris and Chad should make up with some canoodling. Baby Zolo seems like a cool dude. I bet he fucks more than Dr. Drew. Tommy and Tina always clowning around. Josh Potter's sis is probably now 69 pounds. Where my mom's at? I love hearing that sound. I'm wishing I was different, wishing I was Danny Brown. Yeah. See, this is one of those things where I always talk about like, um, like rapping, it's, it's really easy 
like far as motherfuckers that like like real art artsy motherfuckers that like if you like motherfuckers that went to art school or like or like acting classes or anything it, it's not really hard to be a rapper it's just certain little tricks and tips that you need to know that's why a lot of artists like if you go find them they, they've done so much other shit outside of rap music like they can be good at other shit rapping is like the lowest form of 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 fucking of their talents to be honest and i feel like this is one of those kind of guys like he probably fucking smart as fuck went to some ill-ass college he could write some ill-ass book or some shit and rapping has just come easy to him but you know it's just the other shit that come with you know that that makes you a good rapper, but it's not hard to rap, and then he just proved that he was great. So shouts out to him. So, I, I, cause I used to get mad at that. I'd be like, why is these art school kid motherfuckers want to be rappers? Cause that's all I know how to do. So you just taking away from a motherfucker like me. Like you can go make, you can go be an actor and make a movie or some shit. You can be on like a Broadway player. You can like paint Picasso pictures and make sculptures or do some shit like that. But you want to be a rapper just because it's cool to do. You can do all this other shit. And that's all I know how to do. I wish I could do some other shit. I, I tell motherfuckers this shit all the time. If God just blessed me the ability to dunk a basketball, I, I, I change rap right now. I don't even got to make it to the league just to be able just to dunk in my own time. I'll just be going to the park for no reason, doing fucking East Bay Funks, throwing it off the glass. And I'll just be happy with myself and my life. Like, fuck rap. I can dunk. You know, I show up to random parks and shit. You know, I, have my, I, I just get a YouTube channel going. If I was able to just dunk on people, Fuck rapping. Why would I rap? I don't even, as I say, I don't even got to go to the league. I could just want to dunk. So I used to have a little Nerf rim in my backyard. That's the only time I used to dunk on people, man. The, the feeling I used to get every time I done it, it was just one of the most accelerating things I've ever been through. Like, I, I get when people, like, you watch fights, UFC and shit like that. You see a motherfucker knock each other out and you see the joy on their face. Like, ugh. That's the way I feel dunking on people. So if it was just one thing that I can wish that I can do in my life, like I really enjoy is dunking. I mean, that's some black people shit. So, shouts out to all the good dunkers out there, man. Um, <laughs> Cause dunking has it. I feel like it has became a thing where, you know, we only saw it during the actual, you know, sporting events like you know NBA, college, or some shit like that. Now you got like YouTube motherfuckers that that's all they do is just dunk. Like Jordan Klingon, whatever the fuck his name is. Like motherfuckers like him, they just dunk and. That's cool too. We just watched that, and I like that shit too. But no, I, I want an in-game dunk. I want to be an in-game dunker, motherfucker. I just wouldn't want to be like a, um, you know, some YouTube dunker. But whatever. That's just me. <laughs> so yeah. Oh yeah. As far as um, I'm video games right now. Uh, the new Saints Row just came out today, and um, as me as a huge fan, I've always been a huge fan of Saints Row. But I will say, like. Once they started, like, you being able to hit motherfuckers with dildos and all that kind of dumb shit, that's when it kind of fell off to me. Like, the first one, I, it was, the first one, I loved it, because it was, like, the most gangster game that I played, and, and used to be able to smoke blunts. I really loved smoking blunts, and used to be able to break in stores and shit. Like, that was my favorite shit. You wait till late night shit. You could just break in shit. So now, um... Yeah, it came up today, and but I've been seeing a lot of reviews where motherfuckers just saying that it's terrible, don't fuck with the Saints Row and all that. But uh, I think I'm going to still buy it. I'm still going to try it out. Um, I'm actually, um, I've got deep into cyberpunk at this moment. They've done a lot of um, updates and patches to it. I mean, I, I would say it still glitches out every blue moon. But for the most part, I've been enjoying myself. I think cyberpunk is probably going to be one of those games that um, if they keep like doing like some updates and patches and shit like that, it's probably going to end up being like how No Man's Sky was kind of. I think just the expectations for it when it first came out was just it was just so high they couldn't even they wasn't gonna be able to reach what 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 they was trying to you know they weren't gonna be able to satisfy with all the shit they had going on so I think right now though if if you're a person that um never played it before if it's your first time like like what I'm saying reason why I'm saying that because it's like the same thing with Saints Row how do you saying Saints Row is so fucked up but a lot of these games man they coming out they not even done yet like maybe they do an update and some patch and shit and they make the shit a little better and all that. I would say that's what's going on with um, Cyberpunk. Like if you if you played it at first and it was all fucked up, or you seeing like a lot of reviews on it and it was saying like it was terrible, I would say like it's I, I think it's pretty dope. I really think it's pretty dope. So and I and I'm just starting to I feel like open world games after a while where you start to play it and you start to get like a feel for the city. Like I'm starting to get there. Like and it's an enjoyable experience. So. Shouts out to CD Project Red. Um, 
We got some drip sets. Drip set. We do. So first up here, we got Donald Glover, your boy. Oh, I see this shit. I already know. This motherfucker had this, um, oh, I thought you was going to have the, the wrestling set on. He just looked like he working out. I will say, man, Atlanta is, is one of the um, tightest shows I've seen in recent time, man. I mean, I love the um, the first few seasons, but I've seen a lot of people was talking shit about the last season. I think that was like the dopest season to me. I mean, at first, like, I mean, I guess it didn't really follow too much with the story. It was just like some, I don't know. I think I thought it was some genius shit to do. So, shouts out to um, Charles Gambino, man. I went on. He took me on. He took me on tour with him. Um, that was a long time ago, but yeah. It was, it was a very um, interesting tour, I would say the least, because uh, motherfuckers hated my guts. So imagine going out every night. It was, it was one night I remember in Dallas. Man, they booed me so hard. They literally didn't even give me a chance. Like they started. I think I was probably like two songs in. They started chanting like Donald, Donald, <laughs> oh Gambino, Gambino. I'm on stage. I'm so used to them, you know, hating my guts on this tour. That at this time I'm like, um. You know, I'm like, um, I'm like trying to like, uh, like, like, hold up, man. He'll be, he'll be out in a minute. Just let me finish. Yeah, and usually the type of motherfucker I was, I'd be like, fuck this shit. I throw the mic at your ass and just get the. I'm getting off work early today. I jumped through the drum like Kurt Cobain or some shit, you know. But like, even one time, man, we had a show in Chicago, and motherfucker was throwing gang signs up at me in the crowd. I'm like, man, we in Chicago. I didn't know Chicago has a crazy gang culture, but we had a Childers Gambino show. Ain't no way this nigga game banging that hard. So I jumped in the crowd, tried to fight him. <laughs> Lost my phone. I mean, I got off work early. I did what I had to do. But um, yes, but somebody had told me that, you know, cause he come from the stand-up comedy world more so than, than you know, he was transitioning to a rapper at that time. And they would say that uh, that's like a stand-up comedy thing where they'll take somebody to open for them that they respect and they know, you know, they can get a relationship with them out, the, out of that kind of shit. But they know they cry will hate them. So when they go out, it's going to make them love them that much more. And I wouldn't doubt if this nigga did that to me, man. I swear to God, man, every night it was horrible, man. But it taught me, it did give me um, thick skin, I would say. Because now I don't give a fuck. I go out, you, you pay me. I, I've, I guess this is what you paid me for. You want <laughs> so I don't give a fuck, man. I really don't no more. But back then, I was I literally was crying. I would cry like a bitch at the stage. So I know I see that happens a lot of times. I'm seeing that uh, I mean hip hop like when um, Rico Nasty had went out with Playboy Cardi and um, you know certain acts, man. That's what it is. It's an opener. But you gain them over. You gain them over and shit like that. So hey, that is that. We got Seth Rogen here. That's very comfy. That's very comfy. Um, now this to me, like I, I would see shit like this at like thrift stores and shit like that. If this is like some new clothes, I'd be very upset about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, cause if, especially if it's like some fucking Balenciaga or some shit. Like, damn, man, that's what they trying to do, man. They want to make motherfuckers not put the work in to go thrift now, you know. Like you got to get out there and get in the field to find shit like this, find pants like that. So I don't really want like high-end brands and shit to start to make shit that look like shit that I want to fucking go find at thrift stores, you know? Even though like the whole point of that is like looks like this, I feel like these are like um classic looks in some sense. Like that's what I want to wear sometimes. Like I want to wear certain shit that um, even I was wearing this dumbass pink jacket, but um, that shit that you can't really tell what era he in. You know, you can wear this every year. I mean, I feel like it's a motherfucker that look like this in fucking every decade. So, you know, shouts out to Seth Rogen. Always been a fly motherfucker, to be honest. And we got The Rock here. Oh, shit. <laughs> this look like some pimp shit. Like, he about to go smack a bitch, man. <laughs> like, he had the suit jacket on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, the motherfucker, like, uh, Trick ain't pay his bitch or something. And then she called him, like, Daddy! Come get my money. You're like, hold up, man. This nigga ain't paying my bitch. And then he took his suit jacket off of this nigga with diesel. You ain't know he was diesel like that either. It just surprised the fuck out. You're like, oh, shit. And he just take off a suit jacket and just a tank top. You're like, nigga, you just was wearing a tank top this whole time? Fucking wife beater? Where you get that color wife beater at, though, too? That's how you know it's kind of expensive. That's like some high-end fashion shit, man. 
So shouts out to the Rock. Is he wearing wingtip? He working out at church. That's what this is. I fuck with the Rock. A lot of motherfuckers say he takes steroids. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, he was a wrestler. So, I mean, I feel like every wrestler takes steroids. If you don't, you should. You seen what the Ultimate Warrior was like? That was my favorite. You supposed to be crazy going to... The Rock is crazy. Have you seen uh, his diet? And he's seen all this shit that he eat in the day? Bro. No one's fucking bro. Yeah, I did see that. It's wild. I really loved when... Uh, that's one thing I um like I used to love about wrestling where you can see the the character arcs change and shit because everybody remember when he first came into wrestling he was Rocky Malvia and he was just like a lame ass motherfucker man like who the fuck is this like he just was weak he was weak yeah Rocky Malvia was he was he was weak man look at him this guy don't look cool and I feel like maybe I don't want he just did a bump. <laughs> He did a bump, and then he turned it to The Rock, because The Rock, it is cocaine. Do you smell, you know, his whole shit? How you looking at, you know, his whole shit is got a little cocaine swag, too. And we all seen, you know, if we watch Dark Sides of the Ring and all that shit, we seen what these wrestlers was up to. I'm not saying The Rock, because The Rock don't, one thing I would say, The Rock don't have um drug vibes. He he has, like, straight, um. <clears throat> If this was the, like the 80s and the Rock was around, he would have been like with, with the Say No to Drugs campaign, straight like. Like Hulk Hogan was telling us like, stop it, brother. But we knew this nigga was doing shit. For real. But the, but the Rock definitely seemed like a straight up and down clean dude. But yeah, look at that face right there. But, but, the, but the change from Rocky Malvia to the actual just The Rock, that, that was some crazy shit though. This was, that's one of my favorite outfits right there, man. That was actual drip, to be honest. I know people always joke about it and make fun of it, but yeah, that was actual drip to me, man. The Rock is a fly motherfucker. One thing I will say um, is that um, like, like wrestlers, I do respect them a lot because um, we fuck around at that ring and Muay Thai and shit. Um, jump, landing on like taking bumps, landing on your back. Them rings ain't soft like that. Like that's a talent in itself. Like that's a whole, you get what I'm saying? Like to be able to just jump in. Fucking hitting your head on the back of the shit like that? Nah, man. Motherfuckers ain't. That's not something that I'm trying to do. Also, um, cause I, the Rock, you know, he was super. In, he was a foot. He was in the football, right? And he got. Is it always like that story that motherfuckers was in the football and they got injured and they just so fucking diesel and shit that they just jumped to wrestling or some shit like that? But yeah, Madden is out now. It suck again. I bought Madden. I mean, every year it's like I buy. I'm a sport game playing motherfucker. Y'all know this. So, I, yeah, I bought the new Madden this weekend. It was like, all right, it'd be cool. But I didn't know that um, all the new changes are only in next gen. Because I bought it for PC. I bought it for Steam. And, uh, yeah, I, I wasted my money. I wasted $60 buying this. Um, shouts out to the Detroit Lions because we on the um, Hard Knocks. I've always been a fan of Hard Knocks. So, it's just cool. I mean, it makes me a little homesick watching Hard Knocks now seeing the city and shit, but that's cool that they got the Lions, man, and I really do like our coach. One thing, I've never been um, into football that much. I've always been a basketball guy, but I've always been a huge Detroit Lions fan. Just, you know, grew up watching Barry Sanders and shit like that, but, you know, it's hard being a Lions fan, man. It's the worst thing you can ever do, so I bought Madden one to play off. Um, I'm a franchise mode player. I don't really play too much all the other uh, modes and shit, so Wanted to start a little franchise with the Lions, but I'm like, shit, man, this shit is Madden 22. Why did I? I could have just played the other one. So, shouts out to EA Sports. They they are one of the greatest finessers in the history um, of gaming. They always know how to get the get the money out of you, no matter what you're doing. They they really take a motherfucker and just shake you upside down and just shake all the coins out your pocket. Cause I'm buying FIFA. I'm going to buy FIFA. I guess next month, whenever that comes out, and then that's that. So they finesse me out another bag. But shouts out to EA Sports, man. I, I I really um always been a fan of them since early NBA Live '95, since Bulls versus Blazers, Lakers versus Celtics, all that shit. I've been playing video games, basketball games since then. But EA Sports, um, uh, they also um, all right, fuck it, I'm getting off the video game shit, man. All right, man, spin the motherfucking wheel. I know I said I wasn't gonna, but hey, we got ten minutes left, man. I gotta figure out something. Jury duty. 
Yeah, jury duty is is uh they actually you know they obviously reached out to me before to do jury duty and I mean I I know people talk shit about it they don't want to do jury duty and this and that like ah oh, fuck that I'm going to jury duty but my dumb ass you know I was like shit this shit might be tight hopefully I get an ill case so I guess you got you know you got to fill out the paperwork and all that. And I, I did all that, and I was waiting on it. Then they sent me a letter back, like, you know, uh, we we reviewed your profile and all this. And uh, we all right. We ain't really, you, you cool. We we all right. And I was, I was pretty upset about that shit, man, because I was like, fuck, man. I always see it on TV, watching CSI, some shit like that. Like, man, I want to be a jury, man. I want to, and I was going to really um, go in there with, with the, if I was going to be right. Ain't nobody was about to sway my um, opinion. I wanted to go in there to save. If I was going to save an innocent man, that was my intentions. I wasn't about to go in there and, and listen to other stories. I really wanted to go in there and see what was going on, man. But no, nah, man, they sent it back to me. And they was like, ah, oh, no, nah, we straight. You ain't got to go to jury duty. And I'm like, man, what, did, what was in my shit that made them be like, we ain't fucking with you? I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, obviously, you can probably go and see all type of shit. They probably watched some interviews with me. I don't know or whatever. But I thought we was cool. I thought I was cool with the uh, Wayne County. Um, jurisdiction or whatever the fuck but yeah I was pretty upset I was pretty upset about that have any of y'all ever did jury duty nah I never have I, I've been uh, I've been called for it but and they, they did the same shit to you well I actually went to like the you know oh the then they process. didn't pick you they didn't pick me damn yeah. so it was like another audition mm-hmm. that would have been pissed I would have got I would have got there they definitely wouldn't have picked me I mean it's, it's smart that they didn't pick me though because I was just gonna be a fool I was gonna like Whatever the the consensus was, I was gonna go against that. I don't care if it was a hundred percent like guilty or not guilty. Oh, you was just you was gonna try to get a hung jury every time yeah. and keep it going just on. to see. Just because I, I was always curious about that. Like, what if there's some dumb nigga in there? It's like fuck this. I want it to be the opposite of whatever the fuck everybody's saying. Like, how do they deal with that? I really wanted to get engulfed in a case because <laughs> I really feel like that'd have been like some real life shit. I'd have been going going home every night like. You know, to re- reviewing the shit, you know, thinking about the shit. Like, I would have really took the shit serious, man. Because I've, I've seen motherfuckers, like, being locked up and seeing motherfuckers go through their case and shit like that. And reading, going to the law library and reading books and trying to figure it out, going to see their lawyer and all that. So I see what the fuck motherfuckers go through. And I've known people that have been um, wrongfully incarcerated. I mean, have, have been innocent. And so I was really coming with a, with a good heart. And I felt like, man, you know, karma is real out here. So... <clears throat> I wanted to do a good deed for the citizens of, of 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 Michigan. You know, I wanted to save lives, man. So, but now I'm saying this: I don't want you people of Texas hearing this and, and think um, I want to come fuck with y'all in the jury duty. Cause um, no, I don't know. Maybe I do because the shit that be going on out here. If you ever watch the Austin news, it just be like, man, motherfucker stab a nigga at the encampment. It just be always. Uh, <laughs> I think they should like separate the news in Austin's where it's just like 30 minutes of just like this the homeless hour. Like you can get the homeless news hours and then like the regular shit so they can talk about other shit because this it's always the encampment shit. It's always motherfuckers doing shit right there. Homeless motherfucker pissed on another. I actually on the way here I got caught in a um traffic jam because um a motherfucker got hit by by I, I, you know it was a car accident. It was an accident. So shit was moving slow or whatever the fuck. But we was driving under a bridge. We was stuck under a bridge for a minute. It was a nigga um, laying on on the side of the bridge, like you know, like you know how it slants. He like created, he made a pallet. He was up there, but this nigga was butt ass naked, just laying there. He had like a nice little blanket, but you knew he was butt ass naked because he had his back turned to to traffic, and he just had like a little booty crack was just peeking out the blanket. And I'm just sitting there like this nigga's butt ass naked on the side of a freeway during a, a traffic jam because of a um. Uh, accident it's police everywhere no one gives no one this is not like a big deal to anyone but me and i'm sitting in the back of the uber just looking at this shit which i, I have not had a, a good time with uber this past month man i don't know what's going on with ubers man i think uh it, it started to be look at like easy money for people anybody with a car so they're just like fuck it man i ain't fuck it. i'm gonna drive the uber too i think other motherfuckers like they got other jobs and shit but they still just like I'm gonna drive. I'm gonna drive. I'm gonna tell you like this, man. Uber is like everything else, man. If if you really you got to put you gotta have, you gotta love this shit, man. You got to do it for the love, man. You can't. It ain't about the money, man. You got to do it for the love, cause y'all motherfuckers, man. Y'all been fucking with me, man. I really feel like um, 
the Uber drivers I've been getting, it might be my algorithm or something, man. Something, because I did get banned from Uber for a minute. I've done a lot of fucked up shit in Ubers. Like, I, I've definitely done a lot of fucked up shit in Ubers. I will admit that. I shouldn't have an account now, to be honest. But um, for the most part, man, it's like, like the other day, I got, he, he had to be like 80. Like, is it an age limit? Like, you know, bro, he old as fuck. Like, he couldn't even see, like, he was like this, like. He came and picked me up, man. I'm like, all right, man. I'm not I'm not one to judge about a motherfucker age because I'm old myself, you know. But I wouldn't what made him get I, I don't want to be his hobby. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like this is a retired old man that 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 um lived this life, you know, wife, right, whatever. He bored at the crib. He like, I, I want to talk to people. Maybe I should drive for Uber. That's an easy way to meet people and talk. Cause this motherfucker would not stop. Soon as I got in the car, he just um, 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 this and that. He's talking, talking about church. It's all type of shit. I'm, I didn't get a word in. Like I, I was like, all right, yeah, uh huh. One of these kind of conversations, and I'm like, oh. So yeah, I would say, man. I, I and in the past year since I've been here, I mean, I could have bought a car. Obviously, taking Ubers every fucking day and going everywhere. So I don't know, man. I think I'm, but I'm scared of driving here. I suck at driving. You know, I mean, I could have been brought my Tesla up here, I guess, but I think I'm going to die up here because everybody, they not from here. Every motherfucker looking at their fucking phone, looking at the map, trying to figure out where they're going. And it's just not, um, I suck at driving. So I'm not trying to get caught up in no accident next to a fucking naked motherfucker on the side of a freeway, man, in Austin, Texas, man. So, I, but I will say I love it here, man. It's been great. Um, it's raining for the next two weeks. So that's a good thing. I mean, we finally cooling down a little bit. Um, so yeah, about to get up out of here in a minute. I guess we'll spin the wheel one more time. El Chapo gonna come again, and that's like Candyman. You say El Chapo three times. Harry Potter, yeah. Um, Never really. I, I read a Harry Potter book in jail without context, because it wasn't like the first. It was like one that was way deep in the game. So it was like I'm reading shit, like you know, and it's telling you. Like, I didn't really, I didn't really understand what I what was going on. But I I know for a fact that um had a girlfriend that was super like super super into Harry Potter. Like that was like her shit. So I know it does have a, like a huge fandom that comes with Harry Potter. But I feel like I was just too old for that shit when it came out. You feel me? Like I was, I think I was selling dope. Like last thing I was about to do was uh, mix my dope selling with Harry Potter. Like that's how you go to jail when you start to, to do shit like that. Bad enough, I used to listen to Corn and System of a Down during selling crack, and I think that that's what got me in a lot of trouble too. You can't be listening to Corn and System of a Down trying to trying to be a drug dealer. It's music that go. I both been listening to Master P and Cash Money and all that shit. I was trying to be rebellious, so that's why I didn't work out. But um, I will say um. Harry Potter, the video game actually looks dope. So I'm going to cop that. I'm going to fuck with that. But um, no, I was too old for this shit when it came. I remember when the book, I, I did love, I really did enjoy, Um, you remember when, it, when the new book came out or some shit? Motherfuckers, or was it the movie or something like that? Everybody was standing in line waiting on it. And then a motherfucker just pulled up and yelled the ending out to the whole crowd. <laughs> I really did enjoy that. I mean, I'm not the type of person that want to ruin a motherfucker day up, but something about that was just funny to me. I'm all about comedy, you know? So if anything that I can do to make me laugh, I was down with that. Now, I wouldn't do nothing like that, but okay, let's just say if I was on a date with a bitch, she like, oh, we want to go see Harry Potter. We stand in a line of movies and the motherfucker drove up and yelled out the ending and she's like, oh, look, in my head, I would have been laughing like a motherfucker. Like I would have been like hard for me to get home and not crack a smile and be like, man, that shit up. Whoever that nigga was, he funny than a motherfucker. Almost like when the white bitch called the nigga monkeypox. It's just certain shit like, and I feel bad about what, but I feel like almost like with music. Like I have a high tolerance. I listen to rap music my entire life. So it takes a lot for me to really like, like this shit dope. So I feel like I got a weird sense of humor like that too. Like I've been in a comedy for a long fucking time. So it takes a, a, a certain type of shit to, to, to make me laugh. Like, like, um, yeah, that's what's gonna hit me up, Ari. I'm gonna do um, Ari show. Like the time he drugged Bert. That was funny to me. I know it don't post to be. Sorry, Bert. I love you, but the shit was funny as fuck to me. And I know it don't post to be funny, but hey, that is me. That's who I am, man. And I, uh, I love y'all, motherfuckers.
<laughs> we about to get up out of here, man. So yeah. Shouts out, man. Like I say, man, you got some questions I got answered. Hit me up. Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. Also, send the freestyles and all that shit through. You can send motherfucking voicemails at 512-522-9256. Love y'all motherfuckers. Shouts out to Booth Boy YMA Studios and we out this bitch. Ha ha ha!